The following podcast is completely fictional. All of the characters, even those based on real people, are fictional. They are just impressions by a weird dude talking to himself for your enjoyment. Hola, bramigos. What's up, everybody? Welcome to season three of the Lot Scene Podcast. Holy shit. I missed you guys. Episode 41. We're doing it. Here we go. First things first. What uh, I did since we've talked last, and most importantly, that's three shows at the Hollywood Bowl with Fish. I'm going to get into it, and I'm bringing on everybody's favorite book, Spun Rob is going to also get into it with me. He was also at the shows. After that, we got a brand new segment, especially catered to anybody who, when they were a little kid, and they first heard about The Grateful Dead, or maybe you saw the artwork, thought to yourself, dude, that's a sick metal band. You just assumed that it was a metal band? Are you in that camp? Well, then I have a brand new segment for you that you might enjoy. After that, we are bringing another lot scene favorite to the show today, and it's Sunshine. And she's got a brand new BF, and we want to meet him. And finally, most excited about getting a chance to sit down with Stu McKenzie of the band King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. And here's the best part, people. He's coming with a brand new single from their brand new album. What? So snort some kittens until your nose be dripping. It's another episode of The Lot nice to be back with you all appreciate your patience it's been a couple months how you been guy hey i can't i can't hear you but hey i hope you're doing well i do i hope you're doing well thank you so much for listening and supporting this podcast it it means a, a ton to me and it's a it's a ton of fun for me to do and i have now been in los angeles for over 13 years in those 13 years I believe Fish has only actually made it into the L.A. County area three times, maybe four. Uh, And then there was a Long Beach show, a Chula Vista show, a couple around, you know, around L.A. But really in 13 years, I think it's like, you know, four four shows or something like that. A couple forum shows and there was a bull show uh, 10 or 11 years ago. And so that's that's been pretty brutal, actually. And. And then I'm like, I'm out. I'm going to leave Los Angeles. And 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 we are. And we're leaving Los Angeles to go to Vegas. And boom, all of a sudden jam bands decided they want to play in Los Angeles. <laughs> okay. Fish three nights in a row at the Hollywood Bowl. And so I just kind of want to get into it a little bit. I mean, that's a, that's a big deal. I went to three shows in a row. I haven't done that since the year 2000. 
I did six shows in a row in the year 2000. And then I never repeated anything. I did a lot of two shows in a row. This is the first time I've done three in, uh, yeah, almost a quarter of a century. So that's kind of crazy. And it was awesome. It was glorious. I uh, I know another guy who went. I'm going to bring him on the podcast right now. Ladies and gentlemen, bringing out my good homie. It's Spun Rob, everybody. What's up, dude? What's up, Spun? Dude, daps, dude. Word. Yeah, word, dude. How you been? Aces, dude. Fucking sick, dude. Back with my girls, so that's fucking straight. Oh, you guys broke up? Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, we've been together, like, forever, dude. Like I said, she's my rider tie-dye, but for real, though, dude, like, when you're, like, in a Wook relationship, dude. You mean a relationship? Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. A relationship, dude. Yeah, to be honest, it's toxic as fuck. Like, all my Wook friends, you know, like, they got, like, someone that they, like, roll with. They probably have, like, maybe a dog with. They do terror with, but, like... Like, there's, like, mad toxic energy, like, you know? So, like, honestly, most Wook relationships, you know, we break up every three to, like, four days. Oh, shit, that's a, that's toxic as a fuck, dude. Yeah, yeah, dude, I mean, no, listen, hey, dude, you know, Althea, dude, that's, like, she's my girl, but, like, when you're doing Wook shit, you're gonna keep coming, coming back to some, 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 probably some, some demons, you know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense, because I know you, we've talked about before you, you, when she dropped you uh, right at the line when at New Year's Eve. I remember that one. What, what, um, what New Year's? Uh, I think it was not this past. I think it was 2021, maybe? Yeah. No, actually, dude, she pretty much dumps me every New Year's, now that I think about it. But yeah, no, we always get back together. Like, I always, like, get through the crowd, and I, mean, I know her spot, like, where she is at during most Biscuit shows, so I just, like, go find her spot. I'm just like... Girl, like, what were we even talking about? You know what I mean? Like, you were just, like, so high on nitrous. And I was just, like, I was just, like, you know? And she was just, like, you're right. I fucking love you, Spun. And I was, like, I love you, Althea. And it's, like, we'll make out, like, every single time, like, you know, before the biscuits drop into helicopters, you know, New Year's Eve. I think I've probably broken up and made up with my girl at New Year's Biscuits, like, probably, like, 11 of the last 12 years. Damn, only one year where you guys didn't break up, huh? Yeah, actually, she wasn't even there that show. She was actually sick at home, so so we got in a fight when I came home, but, like, it's all good. Okay, well, yeah, I didn't realize that. So would you say it's, like, a rocky relationship? I mean, like, definitely fucking moon rocky. <laughs> yeah, dude, I mean, no, for sure, though, like, like that's my girl, you know what I mean? Like, it, she is my chick, and, and she drives me nuts, you know? She's got, like, mad issues and shit, and um, I think she's got, like, she's, like, bipolar or something, but, like... I'm also, like, totally fucked up. You know what I mean, dude? Like, you love me, dude. You know me as a bro, you know? Yep, yep. And, like, but, like, for real, though, it's, like, it's hard to date Spun, you know? I, I get that, you know? I'm, I'm, like, I fuck up a lot, you know? Yeah, yeah. Did you have a good Hollywood Bowl run? Oh, dude, I mean, I did the whole fucking tour, obviously. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, dude, I mean, all, this, all the shows were sick, dude. I mean, you know, me and Althea, yeah, we did, we did the run, um... But yeah, I mean, for sure, I'd say the Hollywood Bowl probably takes the cake for me. And night two was just straight for those names. It, it was Triz Fizzles. I, do, I agree with that. God, honestly, dude, like I was dancing the more uh, night two than I think I've danced at a fish show in forever. I can't even remember. I, I'll say this uh, for anyone listening who's never been to a West Coast fish show. Uh, tickets are everywhere. 
They are abundant, and for some reason, knowing that, going through that a, a handful of times, I still was so excited when I saw the announcement of these tickets that I nabbed. At first, I did the pre-sale or lottery or whatever, and I scored two tickets to Friday night from the lottery. For sure, for sure, yeah. And then the tickets went on sale, and I just got in the line and... When I got there, I just, I don't know. I was just like, I got to the front of the line. I was like, oh shit, I can get a three-day pass. That probably makes the most sense. So I, I got a three-day pass of two more tickets. So now I got four tickets to the first night and I got two tickets to Saturday and Sunday. And I'm in LA and, I, and, I could, and I'm going to probably drag my fiance to a show or two. She's not necessarily super pumped about it, but she's supportive for sure, yeah. But like, now I got to get rid of these tickets. And here's the thing. I didn't get rid of the tickets. What, dude? No, man. Dude, I could help you fucking hustle that shit, dude. Damn, you're right. You probably could have. Except that it's hard in here, dude. It's hard in LA. You're not from here. It's like, I didn't know what to do with four tickets. So my fiance's cousin, she decided to come to LA that weekend. And so I said, you're coming to fish. All right, cool. Now we got to get one more person. And then honestly, I did a stand-up show and a friend came out to see me. It wasn't the greatest show. And I afterwards, I was kind of like, well, what are you what are you up to like in the next weekend? And she's like, uh, I don't know. I was like, do you want to go to a fish show? And she was like, oh, I had a couple of their CDs in the 90s. I was like, perfect. You're more qualified than than any any of the other guests. OK, so she was down. She was pumped. And so the first night I went with a whole bunch of noobs. Dude, noob central, dude, for sure. You could make any converts, dude. No, no, none. No one was converted. I, I would say that of the uh, the two people who never experienced fish before, that neither of them are racing to go to another fish show. They had a good time, though, right? Yeah, they did. They did. And that and that was cool. You know, I felt it was nice to host and let someone experience that thing. They still really enjoyed the experience, though. My friend who knew of them in the 90s. You know, she recognized a few of the songs, You Enjoy Myself, Chalk Dust Torture. They did a lot of, like, those kind of classic ones there, too. So she got to see that. And I'm sure she enjoyed it. It was a fun experience. And, yeah, they had a great time. So here's the thing. I got night two and night three. And my fiance's got her cousin in town. So I'm like, I'm I'm, I'm just got to get rid of these two tickets. And I could didn't hear one person in the next two nights say any. No one was looking for tickets. No one was looking for tickets. And if they were, immediately someone was on top of it being like, I'll just give you my ticket because, I mean, well, how much can you give me? What, what can you give me for this ticket? I mean, dude, I mean, for sure, dude. I, you think I fucking got tickets for this tour, dude? Oh, oh, you didn't? Nah, dude, well, I'm not fucking sucker, dude. I never actually get tickets for any shows, actually. Yeah, I, I didn't think. I mean, dude, people like me, you know, we like to plan things ahead. I, I, don't, I hate the, uh, the anxiety of going without a ticket. Uh, but I don't like wasting money. And that's exactly what I ended up doing. I just did it. I just ate two tickets. That's if you're an East Coast fish fan and you're hearing this, you're like, what the fuck? What are you talking about? Oh, I had my tickets on cash or trade. And I and I put it out there to various groups of friends. There was a there was a group text I was part of where I was like, if anyone wants any of my extras and, you know, a couple of them were like fringe type. Maybe they were into fish a little bit. Maybe wouldn't be willing to check it out. And then there was a couple that literally went to Coachella and had two fish tickets. And in that same group were just like, they're yours if you want them. They're free. I mean, it's everybody just giving tickets away. It was the same weekend as Coachella, I, I guess. And so there was no one looking for tickets. So I just I just spent so much extra money that was unnecessary. Dude, yeah, you did for sure. Yeah, actually, um, I was miracled all three nights. Yeah, I, I fucking believe it, dude. Yeah, dude, actually, and Althea was uh, Althea as well, dude, miracled. Yeah, we just literally, it was the fastest I've ever um, actually gotten miracled. 
um, on, on night two, actually, I think. Um, I actually only had half of my finger in the air, and immediately someone's like, here you go, bro. It was, yeah, it was record time. Wow, holy shit. Yeah, it was the fastest miracle. I think maybe in lot history, dude. Really? Yeah, I mean, I could see that because you didn't even get the hand in the air with the finger. It was like I lifted my arm and like my fist was up and it was like the finger was like literally halfway up and some dude taps you on the shoulder. He's like, bro, I got you. Don't sweat it. That's fucking crazy. Dude, yeah, everybody had extras, dude. You weren't the only one, dude. But like the place was packed. So like, what was, what was that all about? Well, yeah, I mean, it was it was all right. It, like, it was packed for sure. But, like, did you go up to the fucking very top? No, no. I mean, that's t- sound is terrible up there. Yeah, well, a lot of people don't go to the very, very fucking top. But, I mean, if you do want to get head at a fish show, that's where I would recommend uh, you fucking go, dude. I've, uh, I've never thought did, I, I wish I was getting head at a fish show. That's, I, that's a weird, I, I've never, I don't think too many sexual things at a fish show i've never thought like what it would be like if i was just getting head at a fish show oh dude don't think any longer dude yeah you can just do it dude at the very top of the bowl yeah all the all the fucking rail lizards and everybody just everybody gets as close as they can everybody's in the aisles and shit you know dancing and shit like that dude dude that's where i was i spent night two and night three just dancing in the aisles because i was like the sound is so good right in the middle of the bowl and it, the security didn't care if we were dancing. I was just out there with the spinners and shit. Dude, that's where I'm usually at, dude. Fucking with the spinners. Fucking just dancing out there in the aisles, dude. I'm not... Fuck my seats, dude. You know, I don't even look at where my fucking seats are. I could, I, I, That's what I kind of felt about you. That's probably how you rolled. Yeah, dude, it's a fish show. I mean, yeah. I mean, if I'm going to Phantom of the Opera or some shit, dude, I'd like fucking go to my seats. But, like, it's fucking fish, dude. I mean, a PH either way, right? I mean, for sure, dude. But, yeah, dude. Anyway, I was getting head, dude. Fucking... In the very back, I don't know if it was like section V or W or something like that, dude. But yeah, no one up there, dude. So that's that's more dancing room for me, dude. But more blowjob room, it sounds like. <laughs> for sure, dude. Yeah, Althea. Yeah, she just gets super horned up when she gets a fucking sneaking Sally, dude. Oh my god, that sneaking Sally. Uh, really, the 2001 may be my favorite part of the Hollywood Bowl run. Oh my god, dude. Yeah. That was like right after I busted during sneak, and I think, yeah. Okay, I, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't need to know that, but that's cool. Was that TMI, dude? I mean, it's fine. I'll tell you, dude. Althea got TMJ. Okay, okay, dude. Well, well. So, what did you think of the show? I mean, I got head, dude, during a fish show. So, yeah, I'm gonna put it up there. It's one of the probably one of the fucking sickest shows I've seen in a long time, dude. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. I mean, that second set was uh, straight fliznomes. Sizzling, dude. Sizzling flizzles. I loved the cities jam. Oh, dude, for sure, for sure. Night three was front to back was great. Um, the set list for night two really, it just it was blazing hot. Uh, whenever you have like a Harry Hood, a, Div- uh, a David Bowie, a ghost, and an Esther just all popping off in the, in the in the very beginning of set 1 you know it's it's literally just like a legendary thing happening like it, that that is the hottest start you can have and then set 2 absolutely delivered with what i think is one of the best 2001s i've ever heard for sure dude yeah i actually might put that one up there that one and you know i got to say dude i'm a big lemon wheel 2001 dude oh my god that version from lemon wheel is a real treat i agree with that well, that's cool. Night two, huh? Dude, I'll tell you about night two. That was kind of weird. I got there early 
and I'm walking around. I was trying to find a hard kombucha, which I know, I know. But uh, I, I've been drinking them lately. And they had the Flying Embers hard kombucha, which is so good. They had like a – everyone told me I had to go to this one area all the way deep to the left of the bowl. And I get down there, and I can't find it. But what I did find was that there's the backstage area. Like it's a backstage gate, you know, to where the, the band and crew and everybody's at. And at the gate just happens in that moment to be Mike Gordon fucking just hanging out talking to someone on the other side of the gate. I was like, what the fuck, dude? I was like super close to Mike Gordon. It was fucking awesome. Dude, that's sick, dude. Who was he talking to, dude? So I didn't notice at first. There was a bunch of people. But then I kind of looked through the crowd and I saw he was talking to this girl. And I was like, holy shit, that's Abby Jacobson of uh, Broad City. Oh, sick, dude. Yeah, I think I think I know that show, dude. I haven't really watched a ton of TV myself personally, um, but like I think I've seen some billboards or something. Yo, yo, it was a, it was a super funny show. It used to be on Comedy Central. Yeah, I think I've definitely seen that billboard. Yo, well, check out the show. It's, it's really good. Yeah, I'll try. I'll try to. And uh, yeah, Abby Jacobson, and she was wearing a fish shirt, and she was with uh, a little entourage, and just hanging out with Mike Gordon. I was like, damn. That's some L.A. fish shit right here. Damn. So that was pretty cool. I know Aaron Paul was there night one. You say Steven Seagal, dude? No, Aaron Paul. I don't, I don't know who that is, dude. He was from Breaking Bad, dude. Best show ever. Yeah, dude, I never caught that one, dude. Is that like a is that like, like a basketball show or something? Spun, you would fucking love this show. No, it was about fucking making meth. Oh. I don't need to watch a show about that, dude. I'm like, that's my life, G. Yeah, well, it's a really good show. You should check it out. It's really good. Aaron Paul. He's he's pretty cool. Uh, I'm trying to think of those other celebrities. I don't know if there was. Oh, dude. I mean, whenever me and my girl roll up to, to see some fish in L.A., we're always, like, scouting for celebrities, dude. We we saw so many night three. You saw so many celebrities in night three? I, don't, I mean, I was bouncing all around. I didn't see any celebrities or see any posts about it or anything. Yeah, Paris Hilton, dude, was for sure there. I don't, uh, are you sure? Paris? Oh, yeah, dude. Bieber was there. Beat? Really? Yeah, dude. I mean, Althea's told me that she saw both of them and she saw Kim K. Dude, come on. There's no chance. Yeah, dude. Mel Gibson. Thousand percent. No way. Yeah. And then I saw Bailey Crystal. What? And I saw Tilda Swinton, actually, dude, which was nuts. We talked for like a while. Tilda. Oh, yeah, dude. She was a babe. And who's that dude? Who's that chef that's like, um, it's like Flavortown or whatever? Oh, yeah, that's, um, Martha Stewart, dude. No, that's not, it's a dude. No, dude, Martha Stewart was there, too, dude. It was sick. How many older celebrities were you talking with, man? Oh, I mean, I don't know. They were just kind of everywhere that night, dude. Spun, what, what were you on on uh, night three? Uh, I was on a ten. You were on, like, a tenth? Nah, a 10 uh, strip, dude. 10 strip. Dude, you were on a fucking 10 strip. 10 hits of acid. Jerry, dude. Jerry Fluff. Okay, so you were tripping your sack off, dude. For sure, dude. Yeah, for sure. I actually, yeah, I don't know. I actually can't verify that I saw any of those celebrities. But, I mean, I'm pretty sure, dude. I mean, I was talking with a lot of people. Sounds like you were freaking chomping. I was veering into Chompsville, dude. I'll be honest, dude. That acid had me tripping so hard. It was hard. It was, like, hard to focus and shit. Well, I'll say this, man. It was uh, great having shows at the Hollywood Bowl. I thought that 
I didn't know going in. I've seen so many shows at the polls, and I just didn't know going in if it was going to deliver. But, man, I think a lot of people came away being like, that was fucking awesome. That should be an annual thing. This should be a stop for fish. Uh, people seem really pumped about the general vibe of the place. It's in it's right in the, in the heart of Hollywood, but it's up this hill. It's removed. It's kind of got these trees. It's, you get the Hollywood sign in your background. You got the hills. The beautiful sunsets and shit. Dude, it's it's a magical, cool place. They let us run all around. I, I was seeing fish from all different kinds of angles throughout the three nights. Uh, security was, was pretty chill once you're in there. And outside was, you do this long walk down the hill back to Hollywood Boulevard, which is just madness when you get down there. And on the walk, you are just going to be absolutely bombarded with nitrous and bacon-wrapped hot dogs. That's all it is, nitrous and hot dogs for like a mile down a hill. And you got this long walk. Everybody's doing it. Everybody's just either doing the walk or they're off to the side, right to the side there, sitting down with a balloon in their hand. Or they got a balloon in their hand like me. I'll I'll grab a couple of uh, of ice-cold fatties. And they were selling these ones I've never seen before. It was one for 20. So I'm excited to talk about Larry about that because this is a new thing for me. I've never seen one for 20. Jumbos? I don't know. Maybe I'm a noob, but I haven't come across jumbos. So I was excited when I spent $20 on a jumbo and cruised down that hill from the Hollywood Bowl all the way down back to civilization. And, uh, you know, by the time you get there, the balloon's done and you're like, all right, Hollywood Boulevard, what are we doing? And I did see Eggy late night. I'm going to get into that at a later date. That was super fun. It was overall, it was super great. I spent way too much money on tickets. I, I custied up and got a fish t-shirt. I custied up and did a whole bunch of nitrous. I did the fucking thing. I did the whole fucking thing. I did the late night. I did it up just as I should have for someone who has been starved of fish for so many years. And I get three nights in a row as a, as a parting gift before I leave L.A. And if they continue to play the Hollywood Bowl, fucking yes. Let's do it. I will come out from wherever and, and see more of these shows. Spun overall, how you feeling? Dude, honestly, dude, I'm just feeling blessed, dude. For sure, dude. Yeah, I'm just feeling fucking super grateful. I've been doing this shit for way too fucking long, to be honest, dude. Yeah, it's it's like part of me wishes it would stop because, you know, but I can't stop, won't stop. Wook on a wook, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah, I get it. I, I, I feel that. I was feeling that a lot at the Hollywood Bowl. I was just enjoying it and going, man, this is so crazy that we get to keep doing this. Not only keep doing it, but like doing it so well. I mean, some amazing, amazing jamming, some amazing fish. We're in like a heyday of fish this far out. Like this never happens with any band and it's happening with this band. And it's just another reason why they, why they're just the biggest, you know, the biggest and the greatest. So it's unreal what they're doing. Year 40, every year it continues at this point is just like icing on the fucking cake. You know, they've been around so long that I, you know, I don't even hear people or see people posting on the Internet about fish uh, in terms of best of, you know, a lot, Biscuit fans are, are really enjoy knowing what the top three and the top five and the top ten versions of songs are. And for Biscuits, yeah, I, I enjoy that too. Fish, it's like, come on. <laughs> it's like, do you really want to go through all the David Bowies in 40 years and be like, here's the top? Like, you know, how many sick versions now has there been of gin? I mean, you know, even even newer songs, there's so many versions you know, I mean, the best simple, maybe people out there still trying to name the top 20 best simples, but it's like, I, if you heard all the top 20 simples, you'd be like, it's just, 
you, you know, they're all they're all great. That's the thing. They they have a whole bunch of great symbols. You know, I love the symbol from Baker's Dozen. But, you know, I that's the thing. I, I'd probably love 17 more of them if I could hear them, but I don't have time for all this shit. They've been around forever. There's, you know, at this point, it's not like, which, you know, people can be like, this night was better than this night or whatever. Sure. But, like, are we really going to get analytical with fish on, like, best efforts? It's so hard. <laughs> It'd be easy if it was like a, the band was around for 10 or 20 years. But 40? It's like, come on. I mean, how many versions are you really going to go through to determine? And what does the best even mean at this point? What is it? The longest? The, no. It can't be. No. It, the best. Okay. What does that fucking mean anymore? There's so many bests. So anyway, that's that's such a fucking treat. Holy shit, we are uh, we are so so uh, blessed to to still have this shit going, man, and going f- full steam ahead, dude. For sure, dude. Yeah, dude. I couldn't say it better myself, dude. Just super humbled, super blessed that this can still keep going on. I can still basically continue living like a brain dead teenager. For sure, dude. Well, Spun, it's been a pleasure having you back on the podcast, season three, man. You feeling it? Bruh, already loving it, dude. I'll be back. All right, dude. Well, it was a pleasure, man. Good seeing you, bro. Spun Rob, everybody. Peace. All right, everybody. This next segment is brand new to the podcast. Uh, and this is for you listening right now. I don't know when you first heard about this band called The Grateful Dead. For most of us, it's at some point in our childhood, right? Some point maybe in your teenage years. For most of us. Um, unless you were raised by deadheads, which cool. But for most of us, you maybe get word of it sometime when you become kind of conscious of the world outside of you. So it's got to be what? You know, 10, 11, 12, 13? Maybe a kid starts smoking weed at 14, 15. All of a sudden, someone's putting, got some Grateful Dead. I hope that still happens. So what? Uh, for me, when I first heard about the Grateful Dead, I thought, that sounds like a badass metal band. <laughs> Did you? Did you think they were a metal band? I know lots of people who first heard of the Grateful Dead and that name, the Grateful Dead, and even the artwork, honestly, with the skulls and everything. I was just like like a Judas Priest or something, I thought it was. It wasn't until like, you know, probably eighth grade or something where I realized it, that it wasn't a metal band. <laughs> So if you uh, were like me, it got me thinking, you know, what if the Grateful Dead were a metal band? Moving on, we have another favorite to the podcast. You know her very well at this point. She's a Bisco queen. 
and she's here today doing a hard launch into a brand new relationship with some dude who we're about to meet. So, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Sunshine. What's up, Sunshine? How are you doing today? It's good to be back, ATD. Well, batch. Who, who is this here with you? Oh, this is my new man. I'm doing a hard launch of my new relationship on your podcast. Yeah, that's that's what you told me you were going to do. Okay, I see. And, and what's your name, dude? The name is Julius, kind sir. Son of Axela the Great. Destroyer of nations. Slayer of men. Master Edgelord. And interim assistant general manager of the third largest auto zone in Grand Rapids, Michigan. <laughs> Okay, pleasure to meet you, Julius. The pleasure is all mine, my lord. Isn't he cute? I mean, cool name for sure. You are truly the beauty of my dreams, your grace. Oh, stop it, Julius. I lust for your touch, my queen. Not now, you little freak. My god. This feels like a new thing. Yeah, we just met a week ago. Things moving pretty fast, huh? You know, ATD, when you know, you just know. Plus, my ex is watching all of my stories, so I want to make him soups jealous. That seems very healthy, Sunshine. You know, ATD, I've been chasing a good man like you've been chasing Mexican cousin. I haven't been chasing Mexican. Point is, ATD, is that I've been chasing a good man like Julius here. And I've been waiting to serve you, my queen, since the dawn of time. Okay, well, he seems super into you. And isn't that what, like, really matters most? Yeah, that's fair. Julius, uh, so how did you meet Sunshine here? It was but the brightest days and the most fateful moments I've ever encountered in all my days on God's green earth. We met at a coffee bean. Yes, I was exiting the latrine, and as I did, my eyes met the fairest maiden in all the land. A princess who glanced my way and spoke music to my virgin ears. You're what? I asked him what the bathroom code was, and he told me. I'll never forget hearing the voice of the angel in front of me now. I bowed down instantly and said, Your grace, the numbers you seek are 2233. Three, and I, like, really had to take a shit, so I, like, I super appreciated it. And when I came out, he was waiting with my coffee. You must be Susan, I said. And I was like, as if. <sighs> Turns out the barista got my queen's name wrong. I shall see she never works another day as a barista again, my love. I was like, whatever. It's like, it's fine. But he was just like so willing to please me, ATD. That's what I've been searching for. My forever booth assist. Your what? My forever booth assist. He's not shy around my brown eye, ATD. Okay, well, I'm honestly really happy for you, Sunshine. Thank you. How's the Etsy business going? Well, there's more and more competition out there these days, so I have to keep finding ways to get people to buy. So what are you doing different now? Well, now I say I'm partnered with the Waterwheel Foundation or headcount.org and, like, whatever. So you have partnered with them? Oh. No, no, no. I just say I am, so people feel better giving me money. Genius. Yeah. 
I have the Sunshine Daydream Foundation, which is a GoFundMe I used to purchase drugs wholesale and then sell it back to Custies at a marked up price on my IG drug dealer page. What do people think they are donating towards? Um, I think it's for, like, kids to, like, get into schools and stuff. I think public schools are free, though. Exactly, ATD. My lady is both savvy and sensual. She doth bring so much joy to all who circle in her gracious orbit. Well, that's one, one way to put it, man. Oh, Julia, stop. So let's hear your summer collection, sunshine. Oh my god, yes. So, this summer, I have some hot new items, including donut cell phone covers, donut duvet covers, donut cover letters, donut tampons, donut condoms. Also, I'm not legally responsible if you contact an STD or impregnate someone with my donut condoms. That's good. You probably want to clarify that just in case. Yeah, it's, that's not the responsibility of Sunshine. Anyway, what else you got? We have donut baby onesies. Again, if the condoms don't work, totes. Donut physician scrubs. Ooh. Donut stethoscope. Mm-hmm. Donut syringes. A little dark. Donut IV bags. All right. Donut pill organizers. That's going to be a hit. Already have a waiting list. Oh, shit. Donut seeing eye chart. Is it just all donuts? You'll see. Donut duct tape. Ooh. For the fish dad. And one of our biggest new hot sellers. Donut letters from your dad telling you he is proud of you and loves you despite giving all of your money you earned in the last 40 years to a drug band. That's an interesting thing to sell. It's flying off the shelves, ATD. So, Julius, do you like jam bands? But of course. Oh, cool. Anything my queen loves, I also love. Yeah, but do you actually like the music? With all of my soul, my lord. Name three fish songs. Um, uh, come on, Julius, we talked about this. Yes, your grace. Uh, well, uh, of, of course there's, um, t Tweezer, was it? All right, there's one. And, okay, okay. Uh, hmm. And who could forget, um, sa Sand? All right, that is a fish song. Oh, thank the heavens. One more, Julius. Oh, dear. Julius, don't embarrass me. Oh, I... Julius, honey? Yes, my queen. What is your name? My name? Oh, Julius! Okay, well, clearly you got help there. I'm not really convinced. Oh, no. Oh, come on, ATD. He totally did it. All right, well, fine. One more question. Name the guitar player of Fish. Oh, my God, you got this. No helping, Sunshine. Oh, oh, easy. I've got this, Your Grace. His name is, of course, Jerry Garcia. <laughs> Babe? What? Oh. oh, sorry, man. Yeah, that's definitely the wrong band there. Wait. No. Julius, how could you? Wait, no. I meant Sir William of Strings. 
Wait, hell? Oh, no, dude. Nope, totally other different dude. Billy Strings, totally different guy. Come on, Julius, we have work to do. Oh, I shall never forgive myself, your majesty. I shall jump from the highest tower to my dreadful end and burden you no more. Do you even listen to me when I talk? But of course, your grace. Uh-oh. <laughs> Sounds like trouble in paradise. You guys should probably go talk it out. Come on, Julius. Pleasure meeting you above the Dave. Pleasure was all mine, Julius. Good luck, you two. Peace, batch. All right, that was Sunshine and Julius, everybody. All right, I am so, so very excited to have our first musical guest of season three. I have been keeping my eye on this band. Uh, you know, we're going to cover uh, this band in a few different ways this year. Uh, I can tell you that later this season, uh, I will be taking a hit of acid and listening to every single album from front to back of this next artist band. He's the, he's the front man of this band that I honestly think is probably the future, uh, the real future, like potential torch taker. I mean, this band is the real deal. And uh, yeah, I'm going to be listening to every single album of, this, of the band King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard in a row while on acid. Uh, and I will I will report back on, on what happens to me and, and how I feel when it's all over. And that's going to happen later this season. But today, I have the man himself from King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. I'm super excited to talk to this guy, and he's coming on to play a brand new song from King Giz. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Stu McKenzie. Hey, Stu, how we doing today? Hi, mate. Doing all right? Cool, cool, man. You, uh, are you just hanging out in L.A.? Yeah, we're doing some press for the new album, mate. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah, doing that Hollywood shit. You, you guys are like a big band now, man. You really exploded. Yeah, man. Last few years have been fucking crazy. We're just absolutely, uh, you know, super grateful for, for everything that's been happening, but that we've been very blessed to, you know, have this band just really taken off. We were just a bunch of guys couple years ago who were just getting together just playing kind of goofing around and now now all me mates we we are we're at the we're at the big time you know playing red rocks and stuff i know man that's crazy you guys really did explode and uh i totally get why i understand it and you and you guys are really developing quite a bit yeah that's the, that's what i kind of heard i heard you guys were like just guys who uh all were part of other bands but then this was like a side project for a while is that true it sounds like someone's been raiding up on us <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I did a little research. Oh, right, well, that's, you know, you take your job seriously. It's, it's nice. Yeah, we were uh, we were just a bunch of, you know, just a bunch of kids, really teenagers. And, uh, you know, we all were in bands. You know, I was in I was in four different bands at the time. Wow, that's a lot. Four bands, huh? Pretty much all of us were in, were in a few bands at that point. And we'd get together and we just kind of came up with King Gizzard and Lizard Wizard. It was like a joke, you know? Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, you know, but, but honestly, we, we were having more fun. Uh, doing the King Gizzard songs, you know, after a while, than than our own bands who were much, you know, more serious stuff. But damn, man, that's so many bands. You were in like four or five bands at the same time. That's right, mate. Yeah, we were coming out with uh, probably about yeah, on average, about three to four singles every single day. Oh wow, you did like different singles of different bands. Us Australians, we're just we're just pumping out albums and singles. Yeah, you guys are always coming out with new shit, just nonstop. 
What are you guys doing over there? Yeah, that's just how we work over there, you know? We're just, just singles after singles. So, but it was exhausting trying to, trying to do that many bands. So, you know, we all kind of just got together and in the, in, in the, just a whole bunch of mates. And, you know, we had a different changing crew, you know, for, for different albums and stuff in the beginning and, and getting together and jamming. And eventually we kind of got the, the core crew uh, that is now the band, you know, together. That's really cool, man. And so now here you are, uh, a new year and new music. And that's really cool. And uh, so you got this new album. What's it called? It's called Atomic, Atomic Jelly, Jelly Horse. Jelly, 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 Atomic Jelly Horse. Okay. And so we're you're here. I know you want to play some mu- new music. I'm very excited that you're here to debut some new music here on the podcast. That's honestly, man, that's, that's a serious honor. I, I really appreciate that. It's a good look. I've never actually heard of this podcast, but that's what my manager did. Oh, okay, well, uh, I'm here in the in the studio here with Stu McKenzie of King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, and we got a new single. And uh, wh- what's the single you're dropping today? And the new and single is Slippery, Slippery One Wet. Wet, 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 wet okay, wet, wet, now tell me about this one, Stu. With the Tom McJelly horse, we just went into the studio, and we all just said, hey, mate, just, you know, what's, what did you have for breakfast? You know, And he would just say what we had, and then we would jam just for about, you know, 30, 45 minutes on just kind of what he had for breakfast. And then we kind of made an album based on that. Ah, great. I love it. Okay, cool, man. That's great. So let's, uh, hey, man, let's give it a play, shall we? Yeah, let's do it, mate. Okay, so again, it's a brand new debut from their new album, Atomic Jelly Horse. Oh, mate. Uh, yes, dude. That's not the title of the new album, mate. But you just said the new album was called Atomic Jelly Horse. Mate. We just released a new album called Mountain of Zathorius. You did? Just now? Yeah, mate. And it's really great. Okay, well, uh, tell me about it, Stu. Well, for this new, brand new album that just came out, you know, we kind of want to go in a different direction from the last album. And so we all got together in a cabin. Right. Uh-huh. We got to the cabin and we all went to sleep. And then when we all woke up, we all wrote down what our dreams were. And then we made songs uh, based on the dreams that we all had. And then we released a brand new album, Mountain, Mountain of Zathorius. Man, you guys are so cool. Oh, man, that, that is fascinating. Oh, I can't. I'm just, honestly, I'm just shocked you dropped another album. Like, just right now. That's crazy. You guys, you guys are nuts. I'm still processing that. But, uh, okay, so what's the single on this one, Stu? Well, above the day, our new single is called Drainage Holes to the Mind's Eye. Drainage holes to the mind's eye. Wow, I'm excited to hear this. That sounds pretty King Giz. Let's do it, mate. Okay, well, lot scene fans, here comes the new single from King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, their new album, Mountains of Zythorius. It's, oh, mate? Yes, do. That's not the name of the brand new King Giz album. Dude, what? Nah, mate. In that time, we just chatted. King Giz just dropped a brand new album. What? Yeah, mate. Mountain of Zathorius was a treat, but we decided to go in a different direction. And so we hit in the studio and recorded something in one take and released a 34-minute long Prague psychedelic jazz album. It's two tracks. One track is 33 minutes long. And the second track is one minute long. Wow, that's very artsy of you guys. That's very artsy of you Australian boys. Radio, mate. And this album is called WD 40 Year Old Virgin. Okay, sick. Yeah, mate. And let's just play the single. What's the name of the new single, Stu? 
the single for the new album, the one that just came out? WD-40 Year Old Virgin. Oh, no, mate, we just dropped another album right now. Oh, Jesus. Okay, well, quick, give me the name of the single. Uh, the single. Uh, quick, quick, come on. Oh, hold on, I figured. There's no time. I need to play the new single still. It's, uh... Uh, yeah, uh, Luna Tuna. From what album? The Great Googly Eye and the Flying Pine. Okay, great. Ladies and gentlemen, the brand new single from King Giz's new album. It's Luna Tuna. We good? Yeah, mate. That's it.
you know, I haven't really done the deep dive with you guys. I'm going to do that later this season. I'm actually going to listen to every single one of your albums uh, on acid. I, I wouldn't recommend that at all. No? Sounds like a nightmare. Go what? A nightmare. Oh, yeah. Uh, no. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to do it, though. Yeah, dude. I, I think I really dig your band, man. I I, I got to see you guys. You think? I think so. Yeah. You think? I mean, I do. No, I mean, I know. I, yeah, I, I do. I think you guys I think you guys are the, the real deal, man. Uh, super rock, prog, psychedelic. That's all just checks all my boxes, bro. I'm all about this shit. I've got to do a new promotion thing down in Hollywood, so I've got to head there. All good, of course. I just totally appreciate you coming by. You doing some album promotion? Yeah, for our new album, Cystic, Cystic Acne, Acne Company. Company. Just dropped? Uh, no, mate, but it will drop by the time I get there, though. Probably about 15, 20 minutes. All right, man. Pleasure, Stu. Guys, ladies and gentlemen, Stu McKenzie of King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Bye, everybody. Oh, man, that was pretty cool. All right, everybody. Well, that's going to do it for episode 41 of the Lot Scene Podcast. Thank you so much to all my guests who popped in, including Spun Rob, Sunshine. Also, big thanks to Sunshine and her new man, Julius, for coming onto the podcast. And also, big thank you to Stu McKenzie for coming on the podcast, dropping a single from what was their brand new album uh, 10 minutes ago, is... uh, which was super cool for us, and we do appreciate him coming by. And we're excited to have him come back and hopefully drop some new music here on the podcast. We always like that. So uh, thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. Next episode, I am going to talk about how I am 42 years old, which is your Bisco year. And I want to get into uh, how my Bisco year is going. And we're going to get a visit from Alan O'Quinn to talk a little bit about recent Biscuits activity. After that, we're going to get a visit from Ice Cold Larry of the Nitrous Mafia. Always love talking Ice Cold Larry. And after that, we are getting a visit from Rick and Trevor of Goose, along with Bobby Weir of the Grateful Dead. That's right, they're all popping in to the podcast to talk about playing together and who knows what else. All of that and more next week on another episode of The Lot Scene.